love Michael McDonald. In your hollow. Oh, this is what me and my daddy listened to. Uh, mm. Trust. No, because I, I get it. I've been on pods where I'm like, oh my God, I'm nervous. And then after a minute, it gets a little easier. But I think my show is even more chill than those shows. Because they, they do, I mean, I know there's not a knock at shows that do that, but like other podcasts that conduct very, like, the one thing I hate is, all right, introduce and introduce yourself to the audience. Like, come, come, come. It's like, wait, why do I have to, you, just like what Clara said, you invited me to come on your program. I know. One, two, they also don't, like, let's get to know each other and have them sit in. Yeah. I don't know, but I guess other people... Yes, of course. I got you sparkling because I, okay, good. Because I know some people know that, like, taste the difference between club and sparkling. Oh, I don't care. Yeah. I mean, I know what you mean, but it's not that serious. Oh, my gosh. Girl, I may be moving back to Harlem. Oh, really? Yeah. I might. Girl, because I moved into my own apartment for this year, my first time, paying 2K nearly a month. It's a lot. It's too much. I might be moving because it's so much. And you want to know what really took me over the edge, though, were the bills. It's so the much. The bills. Because I've always been used to splitting three ways oh, or two yeah. ways. Let me turn my phone on. Oh, yes. Phones on uh, airplane. Yeah. That, that was new for me. That one for me was like, oh, that took me over the edge. Yeah. I had a bad roommate oh, situation before. And yeah. so I was just like ready to go. What happened with that roommate? She was just tough. It was, I mean, it was like, uh, it was just like ongoing attitudes and Ugh. like fussing about like trivial stuff. Yeah. I feel and that. And I was just like, I don't care. I just need to get out of here. And then a year later, I'm like, these bills. <laughs> like, it's so, are you an introvert? A little bit, yeah. I'm a, I'm a mega omega. You are? Yup. <laughs> oh, ask her. I know, you don't seem like it. It's all, I'm a fraud. <laughs> it's, I'm a fraud. I'm a fraud. YouTube just announced this week that they were going to funnel millions of dollars into small content creators that have podcasts, podcast oh, video on YouTube. You did? Oh, wow. So they went global with this news then, if someone who doesn't yeah. even consume podcasts like And that. I saw it too. I think I sent it to you. No, no, I learned, I learned this at my new, my new oh job. My oh. oh. Only thing is, I feel like then you, they might, you know, it might be like, oh, you, we don't want you to put that up or that up. You know what I mean? Like they might censor people eventually. Oh. Oh. Because they've got their like shareholders in the. Mm, I mean, that's what they did with with all their other, con- like more traditional content creators on YouTube. Oh yeah, like what if you wanted? If to the listeners are listening or... to some picking, it's because I'm picking up fuzz from the microphone. Oh, I see it. Um, but you make a good point. Like if I I would not want it, I would just just take the long road. Mm. <sighs> It's if, if you if there was like a, a time period like two Kelly, years, I'm taking the long road. I would do it for two years or something. Kelly, I feel like we're taking the 
We are taking the long road. What? We're taking the lo- we're taking the stairs, babe. Other people are taking the elevator. I know. <laughs> Clara, how do we look? I look so happy. <laughs> you do. You're wearing a great color. Oh, it's so bright. I'm sorry if it's like sorry. Sorry. I guess that's a part of the job, right? Like adjusting and lighting. That's yeah. That's. That's La Clara NYC, the Spanish croquette. We're hoping that all of this will pay off in the end. It will. You know, we've seen others do it. We're planning. We're planning. Yeah. Uh, It's kind. For me, it feels kind of inevitable. Estamos en wide. Mientras tanto, estamos wide. Um. It kind of feels inevitable. I have a question for you. Do you, as an artist, do you, are you conscious of your abilities to the point where you think you're good? And do is that something that you say to yourself every so often or, or is it just an overarching, I've done this long enough, I know that I am, like, yeah. How do you feel about that? As a painter, I do feel that way. As a painter, but as a musician, I feel like why you like my music? Now, is that attributed <laughs> to the length of time that you have, you know, strengthened this ability, so. or do you think it was a more natural ability for painting? Yeah, I think it was like a natural. I have been doing it since I was a kid. So it was like the first, you know, like when you feel like something's yours, you don't care if other people like it and you do it by yourself for hours. And then it just so happens that other people think it's cool. What was the first thing you painted and you were like? In my life? Yeah. And that you, that you first saw and you were like, oh, this is kind of cool. Like, how do you even do that as a child? Like, I'm going to put this on paper with my hands using mm. these materials and there how how did that even start for you but like we all do that right as kids you like draw something and you're like look at what i did now i'm going to i'm going <laughs> to push back on that there's something different there are some savants there are some i've seen some children did you see kim kardashian's child north she <laughs> painted like a Picasso. She's eight. Like she there's did. <laughs> Clara, put the clip, put the photo here. Like <laughs> I was shocked. I was like, oh my gosh, maybe Kanye is a genius. Oh, what's going on? It's genetic. Maybe. Like, did I want to know if that was something that you possessed? Oh. Like, or did adults tell you, or did adults hang your stuff up? Because as a kid, you may not be, you may not know, but did adults yeah. like, kind of like. Uh, put a spotlight on you in school or something. Yeah, I mean, I definitely got that. It wasn't adults at first. It was, like, you know, kids at school that we had, you know, like, a science project or art project or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh, can you draw mine? <laughs> Do you, you know that kid? In, or, like, there's always that kid in class. <laughs> that would have been Can you draw mine? Uh, I should have been making money off of it. Yeah, for real. <laughs> <clears throat> um, I would have, I, the, the painting, drawing, things of that nature are always things that I wish I was had a natural knack for. I love yeah. makeup. 
So there is a way that I I can, if I put enough hours and time into some kind of painting with, on my face, I can yeah. do r- kind of well, but never. It's kind of why I stopped doing makeup. I was a freelance makeup artist for a couple of years. And I realized, A, I'm really not that good. And I could <laughs> be better, but I don't care enough. I don't feel that. I mean, look at my face. I like, I like really don't care as much about. What do you mean? Wait, what are you? You're wearing makeup. You're beautiful. What are you talking about? I mean, like a little bit, but not like you know. You're saying makeup. Makeup isn't something that it's like caked on all the time. Like oh, I cake it on. Oh, three layer cake. It's like red velvet. People like it, and I'm like, let me let let's let the Bible babes. Bible babes are what we call our audience. They're Mm. our family. Bible babe nation here. Also, Clara. The Spanish croquettes in the building, guys, by the way. <laughs> um, I was introduced to you by a Spotify playlist. That's so crazy. I don't remember what it was, honestly. I was actually just thumbing through. You, by the way, your song, Have Your Way, mm-hmm. is on our Bible Babe uh, gospel songs, worship song playlist. Because I found your song. And the you want to know why I, I like picked it? Because there were songs that I didn't listen to. It was a long playlist. Was it like dry, writing, driving something? I was, I got no. picked on some random playlist. Honestly, no. I don't drive. I'm scared of driving. That couldn't have been like it. It was like long drive playlist or something. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but so it was God sent yeah. because I uh, clicked on that song and it was because of your cover art. Oh, yeah. I liked the color. Purple is my favorite color. I love like lilac. Uh, Clara put the cover here, which you also painted yeah. yourself. And I mean, cl- let me send it to Clara because right now she doesn't even know what we're talking about. Um, <laughs> it was so beautiful. And I saw that nice. lilac color and the textures that you used. Yeah. It was just so Beautiful. I'm literally oh, listening to the song right now. Uh, before it's a part of my my like recording ritual. If I know I'm going to come and record, really, I listen to like two or three songs on a loop, and this is one of them. Wow. The fact that you're even here, and the fact that you're so humble and bashful, <laughs> I'm, I'm like so bashful. Like <laughs> every time I say, "Oh my god, I listen to your song," you're like, she goes, "You listen to my song?" <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, I think it's so great. And you're so hard to find, at least the music is, not your oh, your yeah. art. Your art, you're out there. Yeah. And you know you're you're open for commission. Please, Bible Babes, go to her website. What's your website? It's kellyryanart.com. All right, guys, that's the episode. Thanks for <laughs> tuning in. No, uh, I just, I, with the show in terms of guests, here's the thing. I used to have a show called Super Trip Talk where mm. I uh, – was very guest dependent and I and I love I love conversations, I love connecting with people. I think it's great, yada yada yada. However, I don't think that's what I want to do for my podcasting career. Mm. I want to make content with people that I know and love and things that I'm really passionate about and make it fun. Yeah. Normally having guests and I'm not I, I trust me, we we FaceTimed before <laughs> and I got yeah. a vibe. But normally when I bring guests on, or in the past, it's been really tough to n- navigate a nice rhythm when I don't know of them too yeah. well. And maybe they're anticipating another kind of vibe. And I, I don't know. But that's dissuaded me from bringing on guests. And I g- gave myself some parameters. And mm. the parameters for guests were, obviously, if they're referred 
I want to meet them. I want to develop relationships with, you know, people that I already know are cool who tell me they're cool. Well, let's collaborate. That's awesome. The second thing is if I really do rock with what they do. Oh, like if yeah. I'm an actual fan, I don't care yeah. where you come from. I don't care if you are Doja Cat. I don't care if you are Fulano de Tal. I don't care if you are, <laughs> if I rock with something you create. Yeah. I want to like pick, I want to pick. I want to pick <laughs> in your brain at least once, you know, and hopefully, hopefully gather like a group of people that I can like invite back. That's what I want for Bible stories. I want to yeah. have like a core, maybe 20 people and maybe repeat them every so often. That's cool. You know, because then yeah. the people also get familiar with people and they want to bring people back. Yeah. You know, that's how I, I think that's how I want to want to do my my potting. But so you don't feel as confident with your music? No. Is it, the vo I, is it vocally? Is it your inst instrumentation? Like what? Why? I think it's like I grew up pretty quiet. Um, and so. Yeah, like I think that was honestly, I think part of it is kind of this, like, like when Paul says, like, in, in the Bible, I don't know. <laughs> like, oh, we got Paul over here, yes. Um, yeah, I'm like, do your listeners know, like, who that is? This, yes, of but, course yeah. they do. So when he has, he says he has, like, a thorn in his side to keep him from being conceited. Mm -hmm. Like, I, for a long time, I was like, what is wrong with me? Like, why can't I just um, be confident in a certain kind of way like and I God I realized like you know like as you get older you do some therapy you realize like all my childhood stuff mm -hmm. like surfaces you know and yeah. so I realized there were some things that like God allowed um to kind of make me shrink or make me feel like I needed to shrink mm -hmm. and then it like carried through and sometimes you think as a as a kid or even like a young adult or full grown adult, you're like, you know, why did that hap have to happen? Or like, God, you were there, you know, like, why'd you let it happen? Yeah. And so, um, or it continuously happen. And so I think it was like in hindsight, I'm like, Oh, like this was helping me <laughs> to not be arrogant. And like, and allow the Holy Spirit people. to yeah. possess your body. And let me know that I needed God to do anything. Because if you can do a lot, you know, like, we're made in God's image. So he puts a lot of himself in us that's really awesome. But life <laughs> gets on. Gets, gets in the way. <laughs> and you're like, oh, yeah. this sucks. And, yeah. you know, it can mold how you perceive other people yourself or whatever. So I think with my voice and even sometimes like with my mouth, I just felt like it was really self, like self-conscious self and, um, and the Moses, Jeremiah, I always think about Moses. So like, I cannot talk. I, <laughs> Father God, I am not an eloquent speaker. I am not an eloquent speaker, please. And God's you like, know? who made your mouth? <laughs> that part. Who's going to say the words are going to come out of that voice box? Right. Me. Yeah. So you didn't start singing until later, though, because you you painting and yeah. those that, that you've been doing since you were a child. Yeah. You didn't start singing until when? Uh, I was 
21, 22. And you had never done choir, musical theater. No. Nothing before. <laughs> no. That is wild to be bold enough. I mean, 21 is still young, you yeah. know. Um, but when you're 21, you think you're the last person to, yeah. to, to start something. Um, why? So, why? Yeah, like why? And also, I want to know why the guitar... And when did you know that that was the time for you to start? Like, I'm yeah. so – like, how did it start? <laughs> I don't know because I've been singing since such a little – Because I would never – I was never, like, like, somewhat like a kid, you know, like, it's my dream to sing. And I never had that dream, like, ever in my life. Like, not this once. so crazy because <laughs> your song is so good. Did you start writing first? Did you start no. humming first? When you felt that that humbling, that – big humbling moment that I'm sure many other brothers and sisters uh, in Christ have experienced. Uh, is that when you knew that you you could sing? Was it a hum? It just felt good. It was like I was working at this studio in Baltimore and it was like right on the tails of the first time I like heard the voice of God and that could I know that's confusing to some people, and I don't want to. Because no, some people wanna. don't hear from God, and they think they do. But mm. but it was literally like I was not. I think I was always like seeking, like what is, what is God really? You know, like, and I think, I mean, it's true. Like even the Bible says, like if you seek me earnestly, you like you'll find me. Matthew seven seven. And I didn't know anything about that at the time while I was seeking, but I really was just like, you know, what is Asking God for real? Like, receive, seek and you shall find. Yeah. Knock and it will be made available to you. Or, yeah. Yeah. And that's what it, that's, that has to be it. You were already kind of planting those seeds subconsciously. Yeah. I like, was like, I was going to church, but I was also like partying and doing all this stuff. And, I was asking a lot of questions, but I never felt uncomfortable with asking. I was just like, oh, okay, I don't agree with that, but I'll check back in later. What did you agree with? It was just like different things. Like at the time, I think I, this is a random tangent. So to hi, stop tangy. me. <laughs> Anytime you have a tangent, you have to say uh, hi, Tangie. Hi, Tangie. <laughs> say, say hi, Tangie. Thank you. Okay. Oh, well, that's every time. Every single time. Tell me a lot. <laughs> and then if it's uh, tangent off a tangent, you have to say hi, Tangie off the hi, Tangie. Wait, is this the first episode that you're giving out the meaning of a hi, Tangie? Unconsciously? Because I thought that's so what that meant. you know what, what we're going to do with that? We're going to cut it out because yeah, you, you, you can. So, Clara, you know what we're going to do right here? Whatever just occurred right now, you are going to completely censor because we <laughs> defined high tangy and I take it back. I'm sorry, but now you know. And no, you don't. I, <laughs> I think I was like, I didn't grow up in a family that like taught like no sex before marriage or you shouldn't curse or like it was like general, like, no, you shouldn't walk around cursing. Like, you nobody wants their kid. Like, kind of, but it wasn't uh, like Catholics. we went okay. to church every Sunday. It was just like the holidays and it was, it was very, it was loose, but it was like, you, you need to pray or pray about this. If you want to read your Bible, you can, there's Bible in the house, but it's not like nothing was mandatory. And so, but eventually like once I got out, like going to college and stuff, 
I guess honestly, like God will just call you now that I think about it. I wasn't doing anything. I would joke around. Like I would tell my mom randomly, I'm like, oh, that's so spiritual. Like I would just make weird jokes that, about spiritual things. Mm. And I don't know, eventually God was like, okay, <laughs> you want to mm. play around. And I remember there was this guy at this, at a job I had and he was like 35 or something and he was like I don't know how I found out but he was oh he said he had a girlfriend in Jamaica where he was from he was like we're waiting till marriage and I was like you you're 35 and like never and it was and I like at that time I was I don't know 18 I hadn't either but I just didn't know any 30 somethings Mm -hmm. and I was like I was just like, that's weird. So I had all these questions about how are people living certain lifestyles and and wrapping it in the package of living for God. And I, I don't know why, but that just intrigued me. And I think I was just asking different people questions and I was starting to go to church by myself. And yeah. You were going, was, this the, was that the tangent? That was a tangent because I'm like, what does that have to do with? Well, I want to talk about celibacy for a second. Yeah. Like, I want to know. I agree with you because there was. Girl. I was in the world. I was deep in the world. Me too. I was in the world. I was lost. Me too. And I was having. Well, at least with, with me. I was having premarital sex with my boyfriends Mm -hmm. and I think outside of a, like one or one or two times and I don't want to talk about it any further. Um, uh, (laughs) times, uh, uh, they weren't, I wasn't in a relationship with them, but I remember thinking at the time, because in between those relationships, I wouldn't, I wouldn't partake in sexual acts if I wasn't in a relationship with them. But I would, in, in those lulls, I would be like, could you imagine if, I was celibate and I, until, until marriage and I didn't have sex. <laughs> yeah, right. I remember <laughs> thinking like I could never do that when I didn't have a relationship with God. Yeah. And I didn't – the way I I adopted celibacy in my faith practice, in mm-hmm. my strengthening my relationship with God, when I before I consciously knew that that's what I was vowing to do mm-hmm. – it was just a way for me to compartmentalize mm. emotions. Like I, f- I feel the same. Do you same know what way, I'm saying? Yeah. Like I, this was before. This is especially in the beginning of my mm. of my uh, uh, coming to Christ. That kind of transitionary period. Yeah, I didn't know the vernacular that one uses. I, I was still kind of coming out of the world. But yeah. I remember thinking, when I have sex with men. I am not thinking clearly when they are with, when they are in my presence versus when I'm, when I'm apart from them, mm. two different Briandas, what's going on? And I need a bridge. Where mm. is that bridge? What's, what's that separation? And also why do I feel like spiritual dread mm. after being intimate with these men that are not my husband? Even your boyfriend. Like yeah. Like even my boyfriends. And I, even if it felt great, even if it felt good, <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't feel good. Like in your soul. Which I didn't know what soul was back then. Yeah. But yeah, I guess. And all, <clears throat> so at the beginning, I was just saying, oh, you know what? 
I want to get to figure out what what that remember I said what that separation is I want to know what that is yeah and then I'll go back to it right so mm. three months of abstinence turned into four months of abstinence turned into a year and yeah. I was already in the word it was the mm. adoption of the word that really brought me to my Romans bridge to my mm. like that's oh, this is my testimony. Oh, mm. I'm building my testimony right now. So it really, it happened kind of like domino effect. Mm. You know, faith really should be easeful. And it happens like you don't even, oh my goodness. Yes, that first, mm. it's a deliberate choice, but boy, does it feel like effortless when, you're, when you're in the word. Um, oh, yeah. Certain aspects, yeah. not all of it. Oh my gosh, I have so like much <laughs> trouble. First of all, secular music. I know. We're, oh, yeah. let's talk about struggles. Okay. Secular music. I cuss. I'm from Boston. And my family, I was not raised in the church at all. Mm. I was like in the world heavy. I'm telling you, I like to tell it to the Bible babes too, like anyone listening. That is also a part of my testimony. I am not perfect. Oh my gosh. I'm not pastoral by any means. Yeah. Wait, share yours. What are yours? <laughs> my struggles? Yeah. Or I mean, I had a similar experience where it was like, uh, really in love and very much probably like even codependent in some ways and like sexually active with that person and then and then super single for like like a, like a long time but then it felt it was like yeah I guess you're right because the times when I was like abstinent um it was, there was like some word sprinkled in there. Like I had that, um, there was like a sermon, like I was I talking to you before, like a while, um, like it was like a sermon that was given before I moved to San Francisco. And I was just doing the most, like <laughs> while I was thinking, I had just got saved like maybe four months in and I you don't know how to live for real <laughs> like it's like what is living in Christ like other than what you see other people do and then if you don't have people in front of you who are actually like really they're young because it's easy to see like an old woman you're like well yeah nobody wants you <laughs> so, I mean we're here you're like well of course shade. you're in church <laughs> shade oh. what else are you gonna be doing um, no, this reminds I mean, me. As, like, as like a young adult, it was like, well, your life is simple. Like, you know. Boy, were we wrong, though. You know. I find myself, I, I think I said this a couple episodes ago, but I'm so taken by women over 40, over 50. Right, yeah. I follow so many of them on TikTok. I, I, the movies that I watch are around the protagonists that are women over 50. <laughs> I don't know what, like I, and I'm inching my way there, you know, I, yeah. I'm seeing it. And I used to think that way in our early twenties. We're why we were so arrogant. So arrogant. So arrogant, <laughs> right? Like when you're in your early twenties, you think you've got it all figured out and you have all the time in the world. Yeah. Then it's gone. <laughs> hey now, hey now. Your dreams is over. We used to do a lot of singing on the show. Ooh, wait, can we do something real quick? Uh, finish this lyric. Finish this lyric. This is a random thing I do with my guests, just to, yeah. you know, lube us up. Uh, and I do it just because I don't know. Okay, finish this lyric. Okay. I'm making it a thing 
I'm thinking about it right now. I'm trying to buy some time for myself. I'll just do the one that I always do with all of the guests. Okay. Um, it has to be immediate. And okay. if you don't, you lose. What do I lose? Um, <laughs> I haven't thought that far. <laughs> just give me a second. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Hey now, hey now. Hey now. <laughs> the dream is over. <laughs> that wasn't the song. That's cute. Okay, okay, okay. Um, <clears throat> ready? Ready. Shot to the heart oh. and you're to blame, darling. Oh, you're in love in a bad way. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. Those weren't the lyrics, but it had a whole lot of heart. You have win. <laughs> it's uh, a shot to the heart, and you're to blame, darling. You give love a bad name, a bad name. <laughs> but your lyrics were cute, babes. You're in love in a bad way. I, I, I'm okay with it. Okay, that was that was the end of the game. What I was saying before, and maybe some Bible babes can relate to it, but there's a, I, I, I see a lot of people, you know, calling themselves. Christians, I, there are so many people calling themselves Christians, almost mm. to the point where like, I feel like it's this unspoken rule around Christians that read the word on a consistent basis where we say follower of Christ. You know, because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, like just, just as a, I don't want to qualify, we shouldn't be qualifying our brothers and sisters, you know what I'm saying? No, but it, like I was, <laughs> like I was saying, when you, when you are a new believer, whatever age you are, like anything in life that's new, you kind of need to see someone living it out. And not just, oh, I'm going to do what they do, but you need to feel that it's real. Yes. You need to feel like, he. okay, he died on the cross. You keep saying that over and over, and it's in every song. Like, well... What does that even like? Crosses don't exist anymore as a form of execution. He's this Jewish man from the Middle East. Like, I'm not Jewish. I'm not from the Middle East. What does that have to? How do you make it real? Yeah. And so when you see somebody <laughs> taking it light, it's like, well, let me just do something else because this requires. I figured something out. You know, I figured something out, Kelly. And I think it's in it's all in the way we communicate. And sometimes there are, like you said, there are babes in the faith and there are elders. Yeah. We need both, yeah. right? Um, I think that what happens when you don't read the word or when you when you take on the word and you haven't fully really grasped mm, it, yeah. what happens is you have a ton of babies eating steak yeah. when like babies should be drinking milk. You know what I'm saying? You got to start small. Yeah. And I'm seeing a lot of people try and like explain these really deep theological mm. concepts to a crowd of babies. Yeah. The babies aren't ready for the steak, <laughs> you know? And it's finding that middle ground of, of like, uh, of, of sharing. Again, I keep saying sharing your testimony mm. And listening. It's so, so much of that is involved with that communication. Yeah. So much of the communication is silent even and listening. Yeah. If you go to any, if you go down the comment section of any person evangelizing, it's like, even if they're a Christian content creator, you'll get people saying, oh, they're doing too much. 
Oh, mm-hmm. it's like, oh my gosh, we're either doing too much or not doing enough. Mm-hmm. We're either Christians, followers of Christ. Again, I, you even just heard me say it. It's like, we need these qual. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. Just being a friend. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> no, 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 no. No. I would Kelly, want someone to tell hi, Tangie. Hi, Tangie. <laughs> Kelly, the last time that that happened, I cried. Oh. Oh, and then another episode with a guest, and my lash was off of my eyeball, and we didn't know till after. I cried in the room. Ask Clara. Clara was so uncomfortable. Um, I say all this to say, read your Bible. <laughs> yeah. Read no, your Bible, is, and then, oh, yeah. and, and like, be around people that like, can mentor you. Like, that's yeah. the only way I would have gotten to where I'm at. No, same. I was like, super like. Were you insecure about praying out loud? No, I was pretty, that was like the one thing I was cool with. Okay, well. I think I was more uncomfortable (laughs) at times saying I was actually Christian. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Because it sounds, it's such like, for some people that word is so triggering and maybe they perceive it to be one thing. And then I'm like seeing it as a relational connection to God. But other people might see it as, Someone, you know, relating to experience that just wasn't church hurt that great. And then it may seem like I've been called like right wing or something because I am Christian. I'm like, I am not. What? <laughs> like in like in America, if you're a Christian, it's like Ugh. a political thing. It's not just you can't just have your only thing. America. Yeah. So it's not political. I mean, so yeah, I guess I see why they would. They, I can see why, if especially if you're not Christian, because it, if you only see it in one way or you see it mediated a certain way, then I yeah I guess I could see that if if you never read the Bible and absorb it through what the Holy Spirit is speaking to you, and you. You don't have a tight relationship with God through Christ. That's real. I can see it being like, you're like those people. Hey, Kelly. Sorry to cut you off. What are your thoughts on like, like, like Meg D. Stallion? I don't know. Like, what are your thoughts <laughs> on so like. so random. <laughs> I know. But what, no, I want to bring it back to music because okay. that's a struggle. <laughs> that's a struggle for me. I'm telling you. Oh, I, the music? I love the secular music. It's hard. It's hard to like. Do you not listen to any? I do, but I, there was a time where God was like just pointing out to me how like some issues with like lust, and mm. I realized that. And then I don't know where I heard it, but someone was like, you know, check your influences, and so what you take in is gonna is gonna influence you to to be like that. And so I think it was around the time I was, like, a huge Beyonce fan. Mm. Like, like, oh, my gosh, Beyonce. You just triggered the conspiracy theorist. (laughs) They're going to leave a comment. Oh. There's there's one girl that anytime I mention any of the Carters, she's like, the devil! The devil! I mean, Beyonce's a person. (laughs) Enough. But I think the music first, I just remember, like, I was like, I heard something that was like, you know, watch your influences. And I kind of was like, oh, okay. And I realized the more, like, I was single. And at the time, like, not, I wasn't like, 
I'm going to be celibate for the Lord. I just wasn't seeing anybody. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, I'm single. I'm not having sex. I'm okay with that. But the music I was hearing was like prompting me to like want to go call somebody. I <laughs> <laughs> like to go dance. Or go out and like get with someone or something. And I was yeah. like, I wasn't really thinking like this until it turns us on. And I just realized. I never felt like I was even even as a kid and I the opposite of you like I by opposite I mean I been singing since I mm. came out of my mama's vaginal canal <laughs> like always singing 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 but even then I always knew that like there were some people in my choir that maybe were stronger vocalists mm. so I just but that only made me want to write more I'm like okay I'm not that good at that but I'm gonna be better at mm. this girl whose name was Nicole uh I don't want to say her last name she knows him um you. Um, oh my god, that! <laughs> Lord, you see what I mean? I see. Two feet in both worlds. Pray for me. I mean I, that. One Please. day at a time. One day at a time. Yeah. But um that I got just just writing. I love mm. writing songs. That's why that's what attracted me to you oh. and your song. It's because you're a singer-songwriter. That's a mm. whole nother genre. You know, to paint us, to tell a story in that way. I mean, I I still struggle with it a little. You're like, whatever. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I could write a song. I, I, can, I don't know if I can sing anything. I, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if I'm the best actor, but I can write a song. I would love to hear your stuff. Oh, my God. I'll share. Yeah. I can share you. Uh, the, the, one of the last songs that I'm the most proudest proud of. Uh, well, okay, wait, no. I'll give you the very first song I wrote, and it had to have been like, some maybe Britney Spears had broken up with Justin Timberlake or something. It was the first full song that I wrote mm-hmm. and that I um, uh, uh, wrote down. And I think that the narrative, the media narrative around uh, Justin Timberlake and Britney at the time, I was such a Britney fan mm-hmm. that I was like, oh, I'm not, I hate Justin Timberlake, <laughs> like, ugh, whatever. <clears throat> and I wrote a song around my own parasocial relationship with these celebrities that I had no idea who they were. I was also a child. And the song I wrote was like for Britney. I was like, in my head, I was Britney. Oh, okay. This is how I used to write songs like other people. (laughs) And the song was called So What? And the lyrics were, so, so what? It's over. So, 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 so. Sing it. So what? It's over. So what? I'm bitter. Yeah. I shouldn't have to worry anymore because I'm bitter. And then, I mean, I wrote it over freaking 20 years ago. But I don't know what that is. Like the sound of that time. Anyway, so that was the very first song that I actually like. Put put that like a, the role of someone who's been scorned. Like I'm like nine <laughs> years old. Like yeah. And then, but the last one was my mom found my weed in my toiletries in 2020, 2019. I had visited back home, and I had just like a little bit. I was gonna go back home for a, a like a couple weeks. I don't remember. And being back home always stresses me out. I don't come from the most like mm. you know peaceful family upbringing. I guess. And I was like, oh, no, if I'm going to be there for the holidays, I'm going to need some weed. I spe- like, I don't smoke anymore. Yeah, I don't smoke now, but I love weed. And I may smoke it later. I don't know. I'm not, I don't, I don't know. But I haven't smoked in over, I don't even know, since December, I would say. I've also been sober since. last time you were home, pretty right. much. 
<clears throat> right. Like but my mom found the weed and I was actually smoking a J outside of my crib. This is a New England winter, okay? The snow is up to our knees this this time of year. I'm smoking a J. I didn't want to do our, our backyard just because, I don't know. Oh, my mom could see the backyard from her, from her bedroom. So I was like, oh, let me go to the front yard. Oh, so you, like she wouldn't opposite. know. Yes. And I'm smoking a J and I am flying high. I'm so high. And all of a sudden, I hear, Muchacha de Guerra! And I go, I already knew. More I already knew. No, no, I already <laughs> knew what it could have been. So I just said, let me enjoy this little last bit of this oh, J. No. <laughs> and I remember I took that last one and I just put it in the snow. <laughs> I'll get it in the snow. And then this woman, this Dominican, 50-year-old woman is barefoot in her underwear in una franela in a, like a large t-shirt, no shoes. She's out there with curler rollers in her hair and she goes, Buena tecata, encontré esa hierba en tu funda, muchacha del diablo. And she just said the most, it, honestly, I've never seen my mom say. She was just cursing at you. <laughs> but also she said some really. Wait, she like, doesn't speak Spanish. Oh, I know. Okay. So she probably, she probably just missed okay. the whole last okay. minute. <laughs> so, so for my non-Spanish speaking Bible babes, uh, she came at my whole life. Yes, yeah, I heard some stuff. In the worst way, but also some ways that I've never, I've never heard her say she let some things mm. fly and i already knew that i was a disappointment in some oh. areas they were confirmed that day <laughs> and um but in that moment i just remember feeling this really weird like oh i i'm trying to like play back this is the actor in me i'm like oh what was i feeling that moment it was like i couldn't in that moment i was like huh I was, I would say I was high, but you can imagine a moment like that is pretty sobering. Yeah. But I didn't know if I was relieved that like the jig was up. Like, this is just who I am. Like, oh. we now we're just, yeah, you, now you get to see me face me and you finally said some things that, okay, okay hit They're me, hit me, you know? Harsh, but yeah. then also, oh my gosh, I, that's the most hurtful She's like my idol, and then having your idol like, yeah. see, like it was really so. I was like in this limbo of severe hurt, but mm. also like relief. And mm. I was like, oh, I, that's that's the when I want to write the most is when I'm like at a in a yeah. place of balancing two emotions is where all of my music, whatever I write, comes from the most freely. Yeah, because I don't know what I'm what I'm feeling. I got to figure mm. this out. Before I spiral, <laughs> most yeah. And so I wrote a song called "The Truth Lies Sometimes," and mm. I am so proud of that one because I wrote it. It was, uh, by the way, she found the weed on Christmas Eve of that year. After that, or before? That? It was before. She found it on Christmas Eve. I wrote the song in an hour, in under an oh, hour. Oh, okay. And uh, which is also pretty quick to write. Yeah. Uh, I had a hook, a chorus. Three verses, eliminated one, two verses, all in under an hour. I would say it's pretty impressive for myself. <laughs> but also the song was just really deep. The song was really freaking deep. And I didn't, I didn't even intend for it to happen. That's when you know you got like, okay. And I played it for her on Christmas. That's a lot going on. Wait, but here's the thing. At this point, my mom and I were both on our faith walks. <clears throat> we, that's just so cool to have uh, your mother also be a sister yeah. in Christ. It's kind of cool. We both came to, I was saved 2018. She was born again uh, 2019. 
so so that's kind of recent very recent yeah yeah and she uh i i sent her it on the phone and she sent something back she was like like and normally my mom doesn't like my songs she says that they're so like i also have this other song about masturbation called all of my toys um (laughs) which she i've also shown her all the stuff i play for she doesn't like but that song she did (laughs) what was the i'm trying to think maybe for for the anyone's on the patreon the patreon i've i've released some of them i don't want to publicize them just because i'll release some of the fun stuff maybe for the fun ones but i don't know if that's my bag i don't want to music is so music is so important and beautiful to me that i don't want to like release it no i don't have any desires to do that really i don't think so maybe for live shows i don't know how do you i'll get back to the song later how do you (laughs) how do you feel about it because i know that you're a little shy babe with music I mean, I feel like at the end of the day... How many day, songs do you have out right now? It's just this one, and I have some stuff on SoundCloud. But I don't even, like, publicize it much. I don't even know. It's, like, a works in progress kind of stuff. Mm. And so it's le- it's nothing, like, studio recorded on SoundCloud. But... It's Did you record Have Your Way on in a studio? It was... It, a producer did his part, so it was, like, kind of over the end of quarantine stuff so (laughs) so it wasn't we weren't in the studio together but i think a lot of musicians were sending tracks back and forth kelly ryan thank you so much thank you thank you for coming please i mean i'll have your socials below and stuff but for the audio what's what's your instagram handle where can they find you what's your website yeah so it's kelly ryan art so it's k-e-l-l-i with the i ryanart.com and then the same thing for my instagram is at kelly ryan art but i need to start a music page soon please so look out for that yeah please mama why not why not we only we only live once yeah i hate that expression i've never said it before it sounded weird coming out of my mouth i mean it's true but you only live once (laughs) there we go what happens in vegas i don't know why i said that either anyways thank you for coming on Thanks for I really having me. appreciate you. Circle round and round, trying to lock it down, trying to hit the note, trying to stay afloat. I know my pride was strong, but you kept holding on, told me to just let go and let you have control. You can teach me your way You can teach me your ways You can have your way You can have my heart I know I'm full of pride, I wanna get it right don't want to make mistakes, but I'm just wasting time Wasting time, wasting time I worry through the night, but you keep holding tight You say I'm doing fine, and I don't have to strive Well, I won't You can teach me your way You can have
teach 